Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. A Harsh Reality. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. The investigation into the murder of model Jasmine Fiore is far from over. Police this morning are looking into whether her ex-husband, TV star Ryan Jenkins, acted alone. They're checking to see if he had help disposing of her body and if he had help escaping to Canada. On August 15, 2009, Jasmine Fiore's strangled, mutilated body was found stuffed in a suitcase and tossed in a dumpster in Buena Park, California. This case has become synonymous with reality TV, as Fiore's killer, Ryan Jenkins, was a contestant on Megan Wants a Millionaire, and her murder coincided with the airing of the show. This is the story of Jasmine Fiore and the reality television show, Megan Wants a Millionaire. Stuff like this is really hard. We've done a couple things where it's like a murder on television. It's it's really hard because we both worked in entertainment for a long time, and there should be a lot of uh, checks and balances in place to have something like this not happen. To have someone, you know, we talk about mental illness and reality TV, we talk about violence, aggression, problematic people that get attention from being on these television shows and, and what happens to them afterwards and the struggles that they have. But this is like worst case scenario stuff. I think too about, do you ever watch Top Chef Just Desserts? No, I'm familiar with Top Chef, but no. I've never watched it. The runner-up was also like real, like a horrific, and you know, I'm going to let you, if you want to Google him, you can, I won't get into it because we have this case to talk about. But when you think about all the things that bring a person to a place where they are on television and they're performing on television, they're on a reality show or a competition or a scripted show, you think that there's a lot in play there. So when you see someone kind of slipping through the cracks and and able to do horrific things to other people like murder them it's especially disturbing it's it's just so it's hard it's hard for me to to wrap my head around and you know reality tv has had an interesting timeline and now mm-hmm. we're in the late 2000s 2009 we've talked about the jenny jones mm-hmm. 
show Murder, and that was 1995, so fast forward almost 15 years. Yeah. And I'm sure there have been improvements in, in vetting people, but the turnover is so high, and I think the the pressure to crank out these shows with so many contestants mm-hmm. that they probably, you know, and I think we found why this one fell through the cracks, even though it's re- it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I'm sure people knew they wouldn't let it happen, but it's something that I think could have been avoided, provided that they were like, hey, listen, this person is not going to be good yeah. for this show. And just reality TV is is such an interesting world to be in. And it, when it coincides with personalities like this, not mm-hmm. in every case, but and for I don't know, for some reason, like the late 2000s was just like a very interesting time on television. And, and you know, reality TV has moved so much. And I feel like it be, always be it's always the same thing, but always becomes something a little newer. Yeah. And, and changed and, and it's also you know. really reflective of the culture too when you think about Ma- Megan wants a millionaire which you'll talk about but the the culture changed so much from the early 2000s to the you know 2010 to now and when you're casting something like I just rewatched all of Rock of Love and you're like oh this is a great personality look at this like bombastic person who you know you don't know what they're gonna do next they are drinking a lot of alcohol they're gonna be great for TV. And you see it through the lens of, you know, 2007 versus now where it's like, do they have an issue? You know, I think we're all a lot more sensitive to, you know, do they have mental illnesses? Are there some things that we need to know that maybe we wouldn't have checked 15 years ago that we should probably check now and make sure that they don't have a certain history that we want to televise? I feel like we're kind of, you know, it's the learning curve of this has been really hard to deal with in TV and negotiating what people want to watch versus what is safe for people to participate in. And, and you know, these shows can reward poor behavior. Yeah. I mean, depending on what the poor behavior is, that's fine. It's, you know, it's, it's entertainment, it's television. You can choose to watch or not to watch. And people that are people that sponsor these shows can choose to do it or not. And, you know, I think also we could be part of the problem by by watching them and rewatching them yeah. and getting syndicated, and they live forever. And unfortunately, in this case with Jasmine Fury and 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 Megan wants a millionaire, it's now going to live forever connected to a reality show, which yeah. is a really a really strange kind of sad place and thing for everyone. Mm-hmm. So first, off, I'll get into a little bit into the show, great, and then. Just to give you a little backstory, because the show happens before the murder happens, but they happen very, very close together. That, so, oof, that's yeah. also incredibly fucked. So there's a, a chronology in there. Megan Wants a Millionaire it was a reality TV show, aired on VH1 from August 2nd to August 16th, 2009. Very, very short. Whoa. The show revolved around 17 men who had to compete in order to win the love of swimsuit model Megan Hauserman. She was a contestant on Rock of Rock Love. Of love. The show had problems and controversies. Not Rock of Love. That had none. None. That Sorry, was uh, very benign. It was, but this show already did. So it wasn't, the problem is the show wasn't necessarily poised for success anyway. Yeah. So whether, unfortunately, this happened or not may have not changed the outcome of the show. And if mm-hmm. anything, it probably, well, it, it'll end up on a lot of lists of, yeah. Horrible things that have happened on reality shows, which I'm sure is yeah. horrible for everyone involved. And, and you know, but if you're looking for more notoriety, and I don't, yeah. Megan, I can't speak for Megan Hauserman, I'm sure the answer is no, but 
you probably found more in this unfortunate circumstance if the, than if the show played out. Oh, for sure. I think this is this is something that I've – and again, this is perverse and I'm admitting this to people who listen. I've sought out footage of this to give myself a sense of what went on, you know, just from knowing VH1. I also think this is one of the last VH1 shows in the VH1 machine. So I think once you got cast on something like this, you assume that you'd be on a bunch of different things, you know. And of and- course, you're, you're- – behavior mm-hmm. is like, oh, this person's really dynamic or is yeah. it bombastic? We need to have them on other shows. And yeah. if it was an MTV one, you're on Road Rules Forever. Or, totally. Or, or, it's like Bachelor. You know, it's like you're in Bachelor Nation and let's put you on Bachelor in Paradise and let's get you some hosting gigs. And they invested in you already. Mm-hmm. So you already have like an IP about yourself and yeah. you already have a personality. So then they've already invested – there's equity in you already. Totally. So why not put you in another show and you already – people are always like, oh, I got to see – I like her. I don't like her. I don't like him or them. I want to see what they're going to do next mm-hmm. instead of just having fresh people every single time. Yeah. And Megan's IP, I think, yeah. is is also like pretty important to this story in that like I'm sure versus like maybe a daisy of love where it felt more emotionally intense. You know, Megan was very flippant and she was very like – you know, superficial in these ways. And that was kind of her brand is to be like, I want money, I want status. So in the casting process, perhaps, and I don't know any of this for sure, maybe they were looking for different things than they might have looked for on a, I guess, a more traditional reality show. But that's no, that's not an excuse. I want to say that too. It had low ratings from the very beginning. So the low ratings started mm-hmm. immediately. I don't know if it was the competition of other shows. Mm-hmm. They weren't interested in that. Not, she needs someone to play off of. Yeah. Uh, she's not she, – I don't think she can carry it. For whatever reason, things don't – just because it's a reality show doesn't mean they work. Many of them yeah. fail. Mm-hmm. Some of them succeed for a very long time. And, you know, she wanted to be a trophy wife. Mm-hmm. That was what she wanted and, you know, didn't make any, you know, uh, allusions to anything else. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be, you know, a trophy wife and, you know, made, like you said, the people they bring in. Yeah, she's are literally st- always in a metallic bikini. That's all I remember of her. And Ryan Jenkins, who was a contestant, he murdered his wife, Jasmine Fiore, on August 15th, 2009. The show was airing during that time. Ugh. We'll get a little more in the chronology of it. The airing of the show was already midway through, and they pulled it out you know, out of respect for the family of, of Jasmine Fiore. And also, probably, it's, it's not a good look. You no. know, I don't know if, if people thought maybe, I don't know if executives like were like, this could be the, I mean, this could be a, a kind of like watching a car crash type thing. Like yeah. A, a very dark thing to watch. But I mean, it's also in very, very poor taste. So that I, well, you know, I believe they did the right thing. Yeah. I mean, the show, and the, if the show doesn't feel responsible or culpable in some way, that's fucked too. You know, obviously this person killed this other person, but the show was so like you, so intimately involved in the timeline that you can't ignore that. So they only aired three episodes initially. There were one through three was already aired. Mm-hmm. Four and five were on YouTube. And I don't know where it's at now, but there's episode six. I don't know where it might exist. I haven't, I didn't look to see. I just watched, you know, some of the, like the first episode. And so there seems to be at least six episodes and what's available is probably, you can probably find now, mm-hmm. you know, now you could pretty much find anything online so yeah. if some somebody has it somewhere or you can yeah, seek it out. Definitely. So the plot of Megan wants a millionaire, 17 single millionaires. Mm-hmm, sure. 
I, I suppose. Yeah, uh, loose, I assume, loosely. Yeah. Loose millionaire. Yeah. Lo- also yeah. a millionaire, you know, like, do you have one million? Do you have yeah. 17 is, do you have, million? Is it one million liquid? Or yeah, is what it, are we talking here? Let's let's see those tax returns. It's like, my parents are going to give me their house when they exactly. pass. Exactly. It's they a nice said, house. Yeah. I mean, does that make you a millionaire? Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't think that was really important. It's just No, the, they didn't the, get – and from my remembrance of it, they didn't really go into that so much. So with the help of Megan's friends, she had a couple of friends helping her out. A couple of buds. The last man standing got to get Megan as his trophy wife. You just get her, I guess. You just, you just, she just gets in the car with you on the way out? She would bring celebrity guests to help her pick which contestants stayed and which mm. were eliminated. So on the show – Ryan Jenkins said he had a net worth of $2.5 million, and he would say things like, I'm so James Bond, I'm going to rock it. Also, how, how is net worth calculated? Do we know that officially? Is that a closely guarded secret of Forbes? Sometimes I wonder if they just pick numbers. Yeah. You know, it's because it, it doesn't really necessarily matter. Yeah. You know, it's it's really the per- they probably look and you know they, the show's style to be mm-hmm. wealth based, mm-hmm. not like challenges where you have to like jump in mud pits or anything like that. Yeah. So maybe they do do that. I don't know. I think not, so. I don't I think guess. there's any mud pits. Jenkins identified himself as being an investment banker, which is fake. sure hedge fund <laughs> guy, creative director. Here's what he does. He turns. Player girls into princesses. I'm not even sure you're speaking English. A, p- a player girl into a princess. I'm going to say this, and I mean I'm only using this as, as a reference. Job? As a reference, but have you ever heard the term? You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Is that how it goes? You ever mm-hmm. hear that one? It's like that, I believe. But he does that. He does turn hoes into housewives. Player girls. Player girls into princesses. Yes. That can't be legal, just in terms of nobility and uh, paperwork. Also, play on player. Heard of that? Uh, Megan Hauserman once told TMZ that Ryan Jenkins seemed like a nice guy. Very charming, very educated, and mature. I don't know how She said it like a little, like, pissed off kitty. She was like, "Mm, very mature. Mm, Nice. That's my Megan impression. So in March 2009, within... A very short time after filming the episodes of Megan Wants to Be a Millionaire, he met swimsuit model Jasmine Fiore mm-hmm. and a Las Vegas casino. Mm-hmm. How long, I don't know, I'm going to give you a little trivia question. How okay. long after they met did they get married? I'm going to say eight hours. You don't know. You don't know what, <laughs> you don't know what the traditionalists they are. 48 hours. 48 hours, whoa. Playing, hard to get, the slow game, just really getting to know each other. They knew first and one last name <laughs> between the That's two good. of them. Okay. So they had, you know, a quick ceremony in Vegas. They were already there. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was a very tumultuous relationship. Mm-hmm. They didn't know each other. Yeah. So there's strangers. things you're getting, like, fighting and getting mad at. It's it's not, I mean, not necessarily the fault of the person. It's like, I didn't know this about you. It's like, well, mm-hmm. we got married in 48 hours after meeting. And, yeah. you know, I feel like sometimes, you know, people can be very impulsive. It happens. Sure. Well, also, like, you're drinking, like, you're in Las Vegas. You know, you're not you're not sober. You're enamored. There's a lot of feelings happening based on hormones and substances and just the, the fact that you are in Las Vegas, Nevada. Maybe he just got off his, you know, reality show trip. Yeah. You know, and, 
and Jasmine Furious, you know, she was kind of, you know, she like like do advertisements on Howard Stern and, you know, mm-hmm. she was like a, a model and, you know, she was, you know, kind of working in a, in a, in a very kind of, kind of, you know, those environments where it's, you know, like could be a lot of excitement and, and yeah. everyone's, you know, looking for a thrill and, and, and that's where they're kind of at in life. Mm-hmm. And with that comes with problems, probably their personalities. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's his personality that is ultimately the very, very bad. I mean, yeah. even, even if she's has things where she's not a perfect human being. No, but he's, he's a, a murderer. Yes, you know, he like, is. It's like, it, what, what makes a person capable of doing that? And all of those, you know, red flags, those benchmarks, it's like, if you have that capacity, I'm sure it's shown through in in little and big ways before that. So supposedly what the impetus of this is Jasmine was playing poker with a group of friends at the Hilton and she was being rude, was putting Ryan down and, you know, I, you know, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. She, he's probably annoying. I mean, he is. Uh, he's he's annoying. coming off of Megan wants to be a millionaire. So he, you know, he, I'm sure he's. Bad personality and then maybe flexing. Like, I was just, I'm on a TV show. Like, that kind of vibe. And, again, the show is just beginning. So, it's kind of at that, you know, interesting cross-section of, like, it's it's running right now. And reality TV is, like, an interesting thing still to people. And it still is now. You know. And at that point, again, it was was very, VH1 shows were their own brand. They were very successful. And I, I remember... When shows like that came out on VH1, they would advertise them so aggressively, like ever everywhere. And then the the whole group moved later to the Ivy Hotel for drinks. I don't know if they're. I don't even recall. I mean, I go. I mean, not in the last year, but I, I go to Las Vegas kind of a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where the Ivy Hotel is. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's on the Strip or, or yeah. not. It doesn't seem know. to be a very. Again, that's kind of not that very important, but locations yeah, are always we, we want to know the context. And then next, they moved to a break. Oh, oh that's interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi. Hello. hello. How are you? How is it going? Did you get through Passover and Easter or whatever other holiday that you celebrated? uh, The Rites of Spring. Yeah. Did you, you know, hey, even, even your pagan holidays. Yeah. Hello. In fact... Especially your pagan holidays. Especially those. But all of them, I, you know, hope hope you're doing well and, you know, checking in mm-hmm. with you. And this is, you know, this is what we do. It's yeah. Kind of check in. and Check in. How are you feeling? Things are opening up. The days are longer. Is that helping your mood? Is that hurting your mood? Is it hard? 
trying to reassimilate, or at least mentally so, back into a post-quarantine life. We want to say hello to our beloved government. Ugh, love them. We want to say hello to our mayors, Ashley Matson, Ashley. Ben Forsyth. Ben. Joshua Lambert. Joshua. And hello to our governor. Governor? Our governator. <laughs> oh, yeah. Avian, Noble, or Avian, Nobel. <laughs> I feel like you personally struggle. This is like a personal struggle that you have every break. It's so cool. <laughs> it's like such a cool, like, rockin' name. Yeah. You just want to do I only, I only can, I only know how to say, like, like one boring syllable name, two boring <laughs> syllable names. So I want to say thank you and, and hello to anyone who's listening, anyone who mm-hmm. is a patron. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's so helpful. The bonus episode, the files got corrupted. And if you're wondering like, hey, you said they were going to be there. They're in pieces and I can't put them together. Mm-mm. So we had to re-record them. So the bonus episode should be out there. Mm-hmm. It's probably the first time it's happened. I don't think this has ever happened. It's never, never happened. And I could probably could have done more, but I'm just not. Mm-hmm. I It was taking me so much time. It'd be yeah. just easier to, to redo it. So Jason yeah. doesn't get paid millions of dollars for this. No. You should know that. No. He gets barely minimum wage. Thank- <laughs> absolutely thankless yeah. from you guys and from me. Minimum wage in 1968, <laughs> that minimum wage. <laughs> Not bad, though. Not bad. Hey. Lot, great health insurance. Great, though. totally great health insurance. Mm-hmm. Just a cigarette for breakfast, a cigarette for lunch. Oh, that's prefix. Yeah, and like a jiffy pop on the jiffy. Uh, <laughs> pop with that uh, metallic thing. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to get bonus episodes, early access, no chit chat. That is at patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Helps us out. Great. We also have that co- coffee, coffee thing. If you just yeah. want to like donate a dollar once, totally. that's there in the show notes or, or description. A new YouTube video, another new new YouTube video coming out. YouTube.com slash Jason Horton, or the link is in the show notes. And you know, it helps get the show out. It helps the algorithm. Yeah. Give it a like. Give it a subscribe. Give it a watch. Totally. You, you want some visuals? Yeah, it's got visuals. Yeah, <laughs> head barely fits in. The, my head if is you're so crushing huge. on Jason's yeah. head. Yeah, <laughs> you can I had see somebody it. say, "Hey, Jason," I was like, "I used to watch you when you were younger." I'm, I'm so glad you're still doing videos. It's. I, I, and plot twist, like I said, this person's 30, so I'm 86 mm-hmm. years yes, old. Exactly. So I, exactly. I I do love to see that, but I also, it's like, hey, I remember when you were popular on a thing. Mm. Don't look too much into that because the videos do yeah. not, uh, they don't <laughs> hold up well, although they were very, very successful. Mm-hmm. And everyone's favorite part, really, really quick. A little Apple podcast reviews. Oh, boy. If you haven't left one, we'd appreciate it. If you don't want to, we get it. <laughs> Just do whatever you want. You always do. So we got one here. This one is from Josrak from the US and A. Hmm. Please don't change a thing. Five stars. Five stars don't change a thing? It's up our attitude. No. Personality. I'm going to take name I'm of the that podcast. Apple review. I'm taking that and I'm running with it in every part of my life, in every interaction. Thank you, Josrak, for changing nothing about me. I I would only change it, and really, it would have to be somebody would have to just ask me to. <laughs> somebody <laughs> that paid me a second of attention and just, gave me like a like a, a little bit, like a slice of attention. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not changing for oh, anyone except anybody mm, who asks. I know who I am, unless <laughs> that needs to me, change. <laughs> yeah. Only if it's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. 
I enjoyed this podcast very much, and I hope you both ignore the negative feedback because you do an excellent job. I normally don't write reviews, but I felt like I needed to counter the negative stuff from folks who probably never put together an audio production and are getting this great content for absolutely free. Please keep up the good work. And if you don't want to keep it up for free, go to patreon.com slash ghost town. Why are you promoting? Why why are you promoting? Why are you promoting? And also, thank you. People are really gobbling up the Cecil Hotel shirts and some of the other shirts. A couple of them go to some great charities. So you can go to ghosttownpod.com slash store or there's a link. Check it out. You know, pretty low price free ship. You know, it's yeah. like whatever. Listen, you're going to go outside soon. You're yeah. going to be around people. You need a hoodie. <laughs> Get yourself some more sweats. Yeah. Please. Yeah, come on. You don't, even- don't change a thing until you have to. We should get sweatpants. <gasps> I would love sweatpants. I'm going to work on that. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. You yeah. inspired me. Uh, this, yeah. how, this is how the magic happens. You yes. just heard it. So we're going to take a detour, unfortunately, to late 2009, Las Vegas, and the story of Jasmine Fiore, Ryan Jenkins, and Megan Wants a Millionaire. I always want to say Megan wants to be a millionaire. No, she doesn't want that. No. She wants someone else handling her money and yeah. telling her and dictating her life. I, there's a some of these reality shows have such a, a hold and these titles have such a hold, like who wants to be a millionaire mm-hmm. and it's hard to separate them. Yeah. You're uh, doing a mashup in your head. So they go to the Ivy hotel for drinks mm-hmm. and it said that she spent a lot of time in the bathroom on the phone, Okay, which I feel like if you watched a television show or movie, that seems like the thing that is the, why in the bathroom? Yeah. Who are you on the phone with? Yeah. Uh, we're in Las Vegas. I'm very, very drunk. I'm on Adderall. And, mm-hmm. you know, listen, I'm, I don't know that for a fact, but I, I'm not – passing judgment on, on Ryan Jenkins is, like, mm-hmm. least of my concerns. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to make an assumption that there might be more than one beer involved. And a, no. and a terrible uh, person with a terrible past in this situation. Yeah, and it's kind of what I was saying before, too, where it's like the thing, the impetus for the marriage, it's like all of this is fueled. Bad decisions are often fueled by other things besides the person themselves. I mean, including the person themselves. So it was 12.30 a.m. She said she was on her phone with her mom. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it probably wasn't okay. on the phone with her mom. Yeah. But whatever. You My know mom you goes mean? to bed pretty early. Yeah. Hers doesn't. And then he was screaming, who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. However that played out, you know, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't there. I couldn't really find the inf- – there's audio of it. But you can assume that they were, you know, yeah, who are you talking to? It's just my mom. No, it wasn't. Don't lie to me. I, I That's the – what I'm gleaning, yeah. that word again, from this. And about an, about an hour later, they went up to their room and they were still fighting. So let's fast forward a little bit. Police – and also, like, I didn't put it in triggers, warnings in the beginning. And again, I'm not leaning into that, but there's some parts that are kind of, like, harsh. Okay. So according to police, Fiore was found strangled, placed in a suitcase, and found Saturday morning in Buena Park, California. Oof. Which, if you're familiar with the landscape of Southern California, I would say it's, I think it's east or west of Santa Ana, so it's mm-hmm. a little bit... South of Los Angeles, not the yes. right, you know, within 45 minutes of LA and mm-hmm. from, you know, you know, it depends five, six hours, depending how fast you're driving, four hours from, from Las Vegas. And her teeth and fingers were removed Ugh. from her naked body oh. to help, you know, 
not have her identified, which... Oh, God. Listen, I mean, it's it's hard when you just got married. You know what I mean? You, you got, got married, a, you know, a few months previous. So it's all kind of happening. He actually called the police reporter missing the day the suitcase was found, conveniently. Mm, convenient. And he wasn't... No other contact, and they could not, like, find him immediately upon finding the suitcase. So then they for- formally named him as the suspect. Naturally. And I think the only suspect, which... Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, but also, that's listen, if it's clear. not, you know what I mean? Then, you know, if, you, if it's not you, in mm-hmm. fairness, let's say, go back in time. If you really, if it's not you, then show show up. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what you have to do. Yeah. Answer some questions. Yeah. Do what you... It, you supply DNA test or whatever, whatever they're asking for. And... They issued a warrant for his arrest, and this is in the Orange County. So I guess Buena Park is falls under Orange County. I yeah, guess it's I probably right at the top of Orange it was County, kind of on the way to like Disneyland. So they found Jenkins' car with an empty boat trailer attached in Washington, up towards Canada. That's going to make you look pretty guilty. A man matching his description was spotted at the tip of Point Roberts, a peninsula in Washington, accessible from the United States by boat. Overland from Canada, they believe he just walked across the border. I guess that's how you okay. how you do it. And when Megan mm-hmm. Hauserman is that right? Is it Hauserman? Yep. She was afraid to leave her apartment, thinking I thought he's gonna come after me next. Which not an unfair thing. No, I mean, I mean you did just and not even romantically, but you did just reject him on national TV. He clearly has the capacity to kill people. I yeah, I think that's uh, a pretty sane word. So how she was identified was from the serial number on her breast implants. Oh my god, that is so sad. Yeah, that was the that was like the one oh. part of this where I, you know, I don't really do that many of these. Oh. It's it was like it was just like a really again, the whole thing is very, you know, it's not like it was any more or less said when you hear things like that when things get like a human being gets reduced to a serial number on yeah. a yeah, it's, it was it was it was it was tough. Um, it's really that's and and again the psychological place you have to be to mutilate a human body to that point is also just so incredibly disgusting. Police trace Jenkins to Hope, British Columbia, and he's over the border. He had stopped at the Thunderbird Motel on August twentieth, paid for three nights, did not check out on the twenty third. The manager checked in on him, and he was found. Dead, hanging from a clothes rack by a belt. So he mm. cowered and yeah, killed himself. And you know he had a he had a past. I mean, she I think made a report that he bruised her arm or he pulled mm-hmm. her by the arm, and who knows what else. I mean, that's things that were reported. He had a history as well, mm-hmm. but it was things that happened in Canada. So when they yeah. vetted God him, mm-hmm. it was just the United States. Yeah, which is. I mean, how much more does it take? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like that will never happen again. Like that, there must be safeguards in place so that if someone's from a different country, and there's a lot of Canadian people that are on American reality shows, that that wouldn't, that discrepancy or like, you know, I don't want to, you know, badmouth casting people, but they 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 do things in service of getting things done for the show as quickly as they can in a point where they want the producers to be as excited as they can about who's casting. And sometimes things fall to the wayside. It's a horrible thing to to have happen. And I, I can't, 
imagine. I, I, I would imagine there's r- new rules in place around this case. Yeah, because this would fall on a lot of these lists of, mm-hmm. of you know, reality shows that have, you know, just had really bad things happening either during it or around mm-hmm. it. And, you know, again, that's is a lot of people. So it's, I guess it's going to happen, but there's just certain things that I feel mm-hmm. like I think could be, you know, avoided. Uh, yeah. With a very, just a little amount of work. Yeah. And if I recall, they also used a different vetting, like background check because they were Canadian. Are you going to? Am I still in your thunder? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. That's it. Yeah, they, they uh-huh. just didn't. I think they just were like, all right, well, good for the U.S. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, And I get maybe doing Google searches, even mm-hmm. if they have somebody like a researcher, it'd be like, hey, just look this person up, see if anything yeah. jumps out. You know, the now you, I mean, there's, you can find things with a simple Google search with, you yeah. know, very little. You don't even have to spend any money to do any deep dives and yeah. to, to find something. But according to Jasmine's former boyfriend, Robert Hosman, says Jasmine was a beautiful person. She was a very caring individual. She loved her family and friends. A lot of the information you see in the news is not true. She's a beautiful person. I think people were saying, I didn't get into it, but like, you know, that she was uh, whatever, had a attitude, whatever, you know, those things yeah. where it's like, I'm wild or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's like, like nah. no one deserves to die. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, that doesn't like, make you feel, I don't uh, want to hear. It's such oh, yeah. bullshit when people say that where it's like, nobody deserves this. Yeah. I don't care what kind of person they are. I don't care what they've done. Like that is not okay to try to sh- essentially say, shame someone post-mortem for their lifestyle. She's just a beautiful, she's just a beautiful person. She had a lot going for her. So I just wanted to add, add something and yeah. a lot of people had a lot of nice things. And then, as far as Megan Hauserman, I, you know, was looking up some yeah. interviews with her and, you know, she, I think she, in 2010, she got like a DUI or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, and she, I think she's probably, we're just trying to find her way and she seems to be doing okay, I suppose. Yeah, she must uh, be in her like late 30s now. Yeah, maybe? yeah, something, yeah, something around there. And uh, yeah, so she seems to, you know, with all with all that, she seems to be doing. I'm sure she probably lives with a little bit of, you know, I'm sure it's got to be tough. Oh, of course. To live with, and it's probably a, a huge talking point, though. When it, you know, she seems to still be interviewed, and you know, she's kind of still in the, in the reality world and, and and stuff like that. But she seems to be, you know, doing doing well, and and you know, just a yeah. part of that. You're just now part of that zeitgeist is that the right word like, I mean, I, i'm curious as to what she's done recently if she's done any reality or talking heads or like kind of things but but hopefully she's just enjoying her life and and like most people like i i may mention this to you i know a couple people who were on rock of love not on her season specifically but it, it does feel like it is this insane part of their lives that they don't you know linger on every day it doesn't define them but it's of a place in time and now you know now Megan's place in time is fraught with this horrific incident and it's not as positive as I'm sure she assumed it might be. It's also like, this is our second full episode where someone has been, a body has been mailed to California. Yeah. So I mean, I want to say it a third. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.